الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وخل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ما بعد brothers and sisters in Islam salute you all once again with the best salutations saying assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh so today's episode will be centered on the two instances of happiness a fasting person will get from fasting the month of Ramadan uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told us in one of his uh, authentic hadith that can be found in the two Sahihain, Sahih Buhari and Sahih Muslim where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said inna sa'im farhatayn indeed the fasting person has two instances of happiness is a afbaq faraha when he breaks his fast he is happy wa idha lakiyallahu faraha and when he goes back to meet his lord he is also happy to meet his lord now we have to look and analyze this uh, hadith thoroughly we say that idha afbaq when he breaks his fast faraha he what he is happy so this particular phrase either after faraha it's something that has to ring in our mind uh whatever day it is you break your fast maybe every day of fasting or the day you finally complete the fast uh on the each day when you are happy that you have finally what uh completed the fasting of the month of ramadan whatever day it is but this happiness that comes with it that you have actually fulfilled the uh 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 the obligations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you have actually fulfilled what you are obligated to do as 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 the servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so as such there is this happiness that would come with it the happiness that you have what obeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you hope for the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is why as muslims we live our lives with two uh with two things the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which would actually propel us to do what is good and uh to make sure that our intentions are actually sincere in that thing we are doing then the hope that we will get rewarded uh uh for doing that act of worship and that's why even when we are breaking our fast the uh, dua of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is zahab al-dhama'u wa btalat al-'uruq wa sabat al-ajr inshallah that the veins the chest the test has gone the veins are moistened the veins are wet and the reward is certain if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills so you see the hope that we also have while we do the dua of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is what actually what gives us the uh the happiness because we hope to be rewarded since we have abided by the injunctions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala living our food living our drinks living all of our desires our lawful desires for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us as-siyamu li wa ana ajizibi that the fasting is for me and i am going to be the one to uh reward it so it's something that will actually give uh, a real muslim joy it will actually give a real muslim overwhelming peace because you have this uh this content this uh this hope 
for, for reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Reward that is multiplied into multiples that none of us know about. You know, in normal day, we know that our rewards are actually uh, between the range of 10, and it depends on your sincerity, it can be multiplied up to 700. Now, we don't even know. The angels don't know. They only know of the things we do uh, on the surface of the earth, as up, up, outside of fasting, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us, that we have from our right, we have angels that record our deeds, and our left, we also have angels that record our deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, there's nothing you do except that Raqib and Ajid is recording it, subhanAllah. So you can see that these are actually the duties of the angels to record our actions outside of fasting. But you see, the fasting, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it is for me, and I shall reward it, subhanAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us consciousness in this month of Ramadan. Because that's the main essence of fasting the month of Ramadan. The consciousness. We actually derive the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more in the month of Ramadan. Increase the fear we have in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this would actually hinder us and uh, purify and cleanse us from our uh, sins. From sins that we commit uh, the ones we know, the ones that we do, we do not know, the ones that are hidden and the ones that are apparent. As we all know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in Surah Al-Baqarah, Inna Allah yuhibbu tawabin wa yuhibbu al-mutahirin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, I love those who are who repent and those who are what clean. So repentance here, it means that what when you have the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you always want to become clean. If you have done every act, any act of uh, uh, disobedience to the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will actually propel you to always want to come out clean. And that is why the issue of repentance will always be ringing in your heart. This is what devoted Muslims do. This is what conscious Muslims do. Uh, this will be achieved also in the month of Ramadan. So this is basically the first what instance of happiness a fasting person would have. And in the end of the verse uh, uh, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the month of Ramadan in which the Quran was revealed, Allah said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And when you complete the days of Ramadan, you should praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what guidance. Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has guided you to fast the month of Ramadan. And you should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see, this is another part that we need to what, extremely ponder on. This gratefulness we have is because of the what? The happiness that we are guided and that is why the uh, Jannah, those people who are successful to enter the Jannah on that day they will be saying that on that day they will say Alhamdulillah we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has guided us to this path of guidance where it not be that Allah has guided us we will not be we will not have been guided 
And we are, uh, we are guided today, subhanallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us in the authentic hadith, uh, hadith al-Qudthi, uh, hadith 24 and Nawawi, he said that, كُلُّكُمْ بَالُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ Each of you is astray except who I have given guidance. And that's why at least 17 times in a day, we seek for guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We seek for help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why even إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ is وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ is divided into two. The, uh, the, the, the first yakana abudu is actually the uh, purpose at which we are living on the surface of the earth. Wa yakana sta'in, yakana sta'in is what? What we are going to fulfill uh, our purpose on the surface of the earth. And it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will give us that help to fulfill our purpose on the surface of the earth. So you can see the uh, fasting actually is very, very important in the life of a Muslim. It actually makes you to become a better Muslim, a better person in the society, and actually gives you the uh, opportunity to gain the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now the second uh, part of the hadith, that when he goes back to meet his Lord, Allahu Akbar, the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he asked his sahabas that who is a muflis? The sahaba says that a muflis is somebody who is very broke, who doesn't have a neira, who doesn't have dirham, who doesn't have bala, he's broke. In short, a Muslim is somebody, a, mufl- a muflis is somebody who doesn't even have money to eat food. Food he cannot eat, he doesn't have money, he's broke. He's somebody that is penniless. In state of penury, in state of poverty. And the Prophet ﷺ told his companions that that is not who a Muslim or a Muflis is. A Muflis is somebody who actually goes on the day of judgment, he goes to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day, and his actions, his salat, his zakat, his hajj, is brought. And there are some errors as a result of things he has done. Uh, to people because on that day يَوْمَ لَا بَيْءٌ فِيهِ وَلَا خُلَّةٌ وَلَا شَفَعَةٌ on that day when there will be no intercession there will be no, uh, no no soul will suffice for another there will be no intersection and there will be no help from anybody Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us uh, in Surah Al-Baqarah if I'm not mistaken Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us there that on that day, when no soul will suffice for another, no soul will intercede for another, and no soul will what, help another on that day. Subhanallah. So you can see the, uh, the, the, the way that day will be on that day. It's your good deed. It's only your good deeds that will be with you on that day. And when your good deeds are exhausted in paying other people, then your bad deeds, they will be replacing the bad deeds of those other people with what? Uh, with your own deeds, they put your bad deeds, they put their bad deeds, they add them to your deeds. And you see, this is a pathetic situation. Subhanallah. May Allah save us from such situation. So that is why whatever we are doing on the surface of the earth, we have to be mindful that the Almighty is actually uh, in uh, control of whatever we are doing. And 
uh, sooner or later would get to know about this and will get to know the repercussions of whatever we have done on the surface of the earth. So now, uh, as I was saying, that the Muflis is somebody who goes to uh, meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day. And when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he now, uh, his, his deeds, his deeds, his acts of salat, zakat, hajj are there. But there are some things that he has done to people. Things that he has done to people that he needs to pay back. He needs to what? Pay back to those people. Subhanallah. Now he feels he has actually done acts of ibadah and he is now using it to pay back to people on that day. But while he is going, while he feels dejected, while he feels he is at loss, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call him. Do you remember the act of worship that you have done that is the reward is for me alone? I shall reward it. Do you remember this act of worship? He would feel confused. He would feel surprised. Which act of worship? Isn't this all my acts of worship I have done? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who told him that fasting that you have done sincerely for my sake, imanan wahtisaba, that fasting you have done, that it is only me that would give the reward for this fasting would make you to enter Jannah today. Allahu Akbar. You can see the, 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 the magnitude of the reward of fasting. Just the reward of fasting can make somebody to enter Jannah. And that is why the second instance of happiness of a fasting person is when he meets his Lord on the Day of Judgment. This is where I am going to. Brothers and sisters, Britons, this is very, very important in our life. Making sure that this fasting is Iman and Wahtisaba. We are fasting it with sincere faith, sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are not fasting because you see other people fasting. I know some people, there are, are two categories of people during this month of Ramadan. Those who are actually fasting and those who are starving themselves. Subhanallah. May we not be among those who are starving themselves. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us that anybody who cannot abstain from saying rubbish, from nonsensical talks, from immorality during fasting, such a person cannot what? His fasting is not, is not his, 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 his test and his hunger is not needed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. So you can see that the fasting of Ramadan is a fasting that actually cleans us from all of this immorality, all of this luxury, vain talks, and actually gives us the khushu in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you go to Surah Al-Mu'minun, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qad aflaha al-Mu'minun. Who are these Mu'minun that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about? Subhanallah. Those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alladhina hum fi salatihim khashi'een. Alladhina hum fi salatihim khashi'oon. These are people who what? In their prayers, they are actually what? Having the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala up till when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, After Allah has finished mentioning their qualities, Allah says, These are people that will inherit, they are inheritors of the what? Of Al-Firdaus. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among the inheritors of Jannatul Firdaus. 
inshallah this is just the uh reminder and i pray allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make whatever we have said here that is beneficial make it beneficial to us and uh, make it beneficial to uh, us in this world and the hereafter and whatever we have said that is wrong that is uh, uh, a mystic allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove it from our heart that is to show that as a human being i am imperfect and in the midst of my imperfections allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should forgive me and wa'ahiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh